and welcome to uh, the second lockdown episode of the Sheffield Hopcast. We are back in our, well, I'm back in my familiar setting. Everyone else seems to have moved to somewhere different. So this is exciting. So, um, and we have a guest as well. So um, let's go around, let's open our beers. And uh, yeah, I want to know details of whereabouts in your house you are. Um, let's go to Sean first. Who, uh, I think Sean's got a visitor of his own. He's just waving to someone. I was waving to, uh, to Deborah. So I've come into our little conservatory around the back of our house. The sun is just setting, so it's not in my eyes anymore. So uh, perfect. And I've got a beer as well. What's the beer? Um, it looks like it looks like, like, like dandelion and burdock, or like a yeah, malt vinegar. The bottle says M&S Indian Tonic Water, but I know that inside it um, is some homebrew from my brother-in-law, Neil, and Deborah's sister Lindsay. They both live uh, about a mile and a half away, and it was Neil's birthday yesterday, so we just dropped off a little bag for him in, in exchange. It's not my birthday. But he uh, he gave me some of his latest. In fact, it's homebrew from last autumn, uh, and it's a um, blueberry and chocolate stout. Ooh! I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Did I you adhere to it. social distancing when you uh, when you saw each other? Of course, yes, of course, yeah. And I've got myself a pint glass as well for it. So I'm gonna give it. Just sterilise the bottle before handling it. Well, for. <laughs> yeah, we've done all that. <laughs> he says that in a way that you know that he hasn't <laughs> no. not a chance right sounds good um adam what have you got um first of all i'm in the same room i'm just i'm just at um, a 90 degree different angle uh, i'm not sat in the bed anymore i'm sat in a chair <laughs> now here's some um if you see that there's some colors we're looking for bedroom for penelope's good well there uh, beer um it's another beer from down um the green the green shop it's been down this afternoon on my um, one-hour walk, and it's um, St. Mars of the Desert. They started stocking their beers, so it's a new one, Bos- Bosco Bell, something like that. And it's a hazy pale ale with Citra and Amarillo, 4.8%. Looks very nice. I'm looking forward to hearing your review of that, because I have been eyeing that one up on uh, on the many and varied social medias. So, uh, yeah, it'll be yeah. good to see what you make of it. Um, Laura is definitely in a different room. Yeah, the light was annoying me behind me downstairs, so I've moved into our bedroom, um, which I've got my favourite bedding on as well, which Jim hates, and it is cat plate bedding. So I'm sat on our bed. <laughs> and, <I've, laughs> uh, and I have got um, been raiding our cellar this week and making our way through uh, our beer stash. Um, a lot of it's not very um, old. I'm going to use the word accessible. Uh, we've got a lot of barley wines and imperial stouts down there, which I wasn't fancying uh, just right now. But I have found uh, Bad Seed Juice Bar Tropical Pale, uh, which we got just before Christmas, I think. Um, and I've already had a kind of it. It's delicious. So I thought that would uh, hit the 6 p.m. brief quite nicely. I have many, many questions about um, cat plate bedding. Did, I mean, did you seek this out or did it happen to fall into your lap? Yeah, no, somebody, it's, it's only from Asda. Uh, somebody sent me, like, Laura, you need this, because I do have an array of actual cat plates on the wall as well that aren't in this room. I'll show, them to, I'll show you them another day. Um, so I had to, it was just one of the things that was like, I had to buy it. So I made a special trip to Asda 
to buy cat plate bedding. If we do this next week, you need to do it from the stairs so we can see all the cat plates. <laughs> if you could do okay, that. Okay, deal. Uh, right, I'll do mine in a minute. Um, if you're watching the video of this rather than listening to the podcast, you will have already spied the fact that we have a fifth person with us who actually appears to be in something that resembles an actual studio, which is quite exciting. Um, so I, I'm going to read this from um, from his Twitter. Beer snob, drummer, music lover, freak. I, I don't think I could do a better introduction than, um, than that. Uh, from our friends at the uh, Beers Without Frontiers podcast, it's Simon. Hello. Hello, everybody. Um, yeah, this was a bit of a last minute thing. Um, Literally. <laughs> so I just knocked the studio up, you know, um, very quickly. Um, no, it's actually the spare room that I call my office, um, which, uh, yeah, uh, mainly full of CDs and um, stuff like that. But it's where the big computer is. So that's why I'm in this room. Um, I admire your loyalty to CDs. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, they're... Uh, proper old school quality you know um so yeah are they organized simon alphabetically of course oh yes by by artist gold star yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) so that's that's a good thing um yeah and i've got a beer here that is um local um hang on big 660 mil bottle of Ocean Drive, a beer by Attic Brew Company from Sturchley in Birmingham, who um, were selling some of their stuff uh, a couple of weeks ago prior to, I think they've now done what a lot of places have done and kind of gone into hibernation, I think. But uh, this this beer is a uh, 4.3% session IPA uh, using pronunciation, quike yeast. The Norwegian farmhouse one, anyway. Oh yes, the one that you, it's one that's in the Abbeydale one that I had this week. Ah, the right. Pop cold Armageddon. Yeah, I yeah. don't know whether or not a lot of people are using it now because fermentation times are quite reduced with this. Um, but this is good. The only bad thing about this beer is it's called Ocean Drive, which is the name of an awful song by the Lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure we are all now singing. Oh, James, I knew you were going to say that. I knew <laughs> no, James I quite like it. It's perfect Sunday morning hangover music, uh, the Lighthouse family. And I actually went to Ocean Drive um, and obviously, as, as no one else has ever done before, sang the song while I was walking along Ocean Drive. And so it carries those, <laughs> it carries those memories. Um, we should put out, Simon, where you mentioned about um, uh, it being a look brewery so you are from um it's kind of like the the midlands isn't it yeah the midlands i mean um i'm actually in warwickshire but you know most of our serious drinking is done in uh, in the birmingham area <laughs> serious drinking i like that um <laughs> yeah i've 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 gone for a beer that kind of reflects because i'll be honest i've not had the best of weeks it's not been a brilliant one for me so um i picked out a beer that i thought kind of just sort of summed up the week um, so this is north bruco and the beer is called dazed and awake which kind of sums up how i feel at the moment a bit dazed but you know i'm i'm here i'm i'm awake i'm alive which is you know considering where we're at as a as a as a world at the moment you know we've got to be um we've got to be grateful for such things so um yeah this is it's a double ipa it's uh eight percent keeping it low again then <laughs> well i thought if we is uh, i can't remember what i was it 7.8 that i had last week but that was yeah, earlier that so this is i've kind of gone up a couple of uh points because it's later what was what was yours laura what was your strength eight five i think last week no this one this one this oh, week. this one's five three 
Five three. Okay, Sean, what's Everyone's yours? Gone down. Probably could be anything. Yours, can it, Sean? I can tell you, it's a one liter bottle, and it's going down beautifully. But it could be any old strength, <laughs> can it? It's drinking about six percent. I'm not like that. I reckon about six percent. So, Jim, you're send you one of little gravity dipstick things. Jim, you're allowed. It's Saturday evening. It's six o'clock. Eight percent big dip after a bad week is perfect for you. This smells Five absolutely that, beautiful. I'm also interested in Simon's on-air uh, uh, um, uh, LED sign, sign, yeah, sign behind there, yeah. So, uh, is there an off-air one as well, or does it just come? Does it just go red when it's on-air, or, or what? Yeah, it just switches be? off completely. Some friends who listen to the podcast that we do uh, bought it for uh, my other half, Vicky, as a present, and I just thought it was too good not to switch on right now. So there you go. Yeah, I, I think this this embarrasses James slightly as a as a very much a, a radio professional. I thought James would have had an honour. Uh, I have I have well. got a sign that's here. I don't know if I can turn it round because it, it's at the back of my desk. Hang on a sec. Give me a sec. To all the fiddles, we realise we've actually got two Mister S Clarks on tonight. Oh, is that what's coming up in the? Oh no, no. <laughs> We do realise that because you told us in a message about ten minutes. No, that's what I was saying. Yeah, so we realised I was filling some dead air that uh, while James. Um, Sorry, I've, I've had to unplug it because uh, it does light up, <laughs> but I've had to take the plug out, and it's just a sign that says, "Yes, I'm yes, I'm working hard," and it sits at the back of my desk, and it is lit up, but the wire won't stretch across. So there we go. So if I change that to say on air, then you know we're even. You're covered for all eventualities with that sign, actually. If you swap it to one air, we, we don't know whether you're working hard anymore or James. So you're, you're better to be more specific. Sean, I don't think there's very much risk of that at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So just so how is everyone else? Any... How's, how's, how's yeah. everyone's week been? It's, it's been all right, yeah. I've kind of, I think I've just got into the groove now. I'm just, I don't know, weeks, days seem to really quick for me i don't know i can imagine some people's days go really slowly but mine seem to just whiz through and i'm like i'm at thursday by the time i've even thought about it and then i guess having the a child at home kind of means that you don't really have much chance to um to think about being bored or anything like that do you well yeah especially when we're both still kind of working full-time well well me full-time and my wife nearly 30 hours and trying to school and trying to stop them asking for things every two minutes and not putting them in front of a telly just you know eight hours a day it's pretty difficult but we're working it out good days and bad days but you know i suppose everyone's in that same boat i was wondering if we if, we do, if we're going to move to a beer of the week are we having enough beers to um to, to think of a new beer each week because i've had a very good beer this week but uh, if anybody else has i don't know it's up to you <laughs> i've i've not had a single beer from uh last sunday oh, well, to that's Tonight, this is yeah. yeah I've not had fine. a beer. We'll have to we'll have to do it every every four weeks. So. <laughs> um, I was going to ask Simon how um, how things have been for for you because I know obviously you're normally off on your beery adventures, um, and being kind of um, quarantined at, at home is a is a bit of a stopper for that. Yeah, there's no there's no more hoppy excursions going on at the moment. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of drinking more at home than we usually do um that's not to say every evening um you know <laughs> but um 
Yeah, I mean the last the last podcast we put out was actually uh, with the guys from Attic, the the beer that I'm drinking at the moment, and we'd recorded that like a couple of weeks before this all kicked off. So um, it's kind of weird. We haven't actually recorded anything for a while. We normally put stuff out every month. Um, so yeah, we're we're going to be kind of doing the same format as what you guys have have been doing, which um, yeah seems to be working okay with the modern technology and all that. So yeah, it's quite fun. It's a bit of a, just like a dry run for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd never even heard of Zoom before about two weeks ago. I don't think anybody from, had. Yeah, I just <laughs> thought it was the same company that makes the little recorder that I record our podcast on. And then it's like, what's this video conferencing thing all about? You know, is it the same? Do we know if it's the same company as the? Um, no, I don't think so. No, I have it's to not. Double check. Ah, I like to I'm saying that. I don't, I, I'm pretty certain it is. I remember when I first came across Zoom that I looked up to see whether or not they're the same company, and I don't think they are. But if you see the graph of um, yes, this, this Zoom's shares <laughs> in the last couple of weeks, it's absolutely <laughs> astronomical as to how high their shares have gone. It's about like the it's about the exact opposite of my pension. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's at the moment. Yeah, if you haven't looked, don't <laughs> mm. pension. This is this is foreign. Has Adam's voice changed for anyone else? Yes. I was going to say that. All of a sudden, you've gone all deep and soulful, Adam. Okay. That is very funny. Well, I'll have, to, I'll have a listen back. I've got headphones on. Ever, so. Oh, it has, yeah. <laughs> you sort of sound a bit, a bit like... No, 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 it's it's like male well. Miranda Hart. On all like deep and thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Can someone send my? Can someone send Sean a microphone for next week? <laughs> <laughs> Your voice is hilarious. This is, oh, this okay. is really impressive. It's, it's obviously it's it's like a setting or something that's that like the actual pitch of your voice has changed. <laughs> Either that or the beer you're drinking is doing <laughs> something very strange. It's very good. If, One of my favourite not... things in the news this week has been, you know, all the, the people who've been on work meetings or things like that that have put filters on that they can't turn off. So there was like yeah. a woman that accidentally made her face a potato for an entire meeting and there's have you, the priest in Italy that thought somebody was doing it as a joke and he didn't know what he'd done and he'd like be a wizard for a bit and then he'd have some sunglasses on and uh, he was delivering mass with all these filters on his face and, yeah. did you see the one of the, the guy who must have thought his camera was off and in the middle of this work meeting just stands up and he's stark bollock naked and just wanders around the room <laughs> that's, quite, that's quite amusing um, yeah that is worst nightmare suitable. stuff. Not suitable for work normally means a video clip, not like, well, live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Sean, so this week you've launched your um, kind of all new Beer Central. So, yeah, the beginning of the week uh, um, started slowly, um, but um, the more market closed last Saturday to the general public. So I went into at work on Tuesday just to check check things out and obviously no customers in there, very few traders. So we're now able to operate uh, safely from our warehouse around the back. And so I, I uh, 
I've been itching to start ordering new beers and things. So uh, um, we've decided just to do a, a one-person operation, just me going in next week. Uh, got new beers ordered and coming in. We've got lots of orders for our thrifty 50 boxes. So lots of deliveries to do on Thursday and Friday. And so uh, that's that's been good. Yeah, I was getting a little bit bored. That's been good. I've been to see a brewery on Thursday to deliver safely and collect some beers as well. So it's been a bit more fun this week in the sense of, of beer, whereas the week before was just nice, relaxing. Um, but we're back on the beer again now. Is this any better? Your uh, voice. Yeah. Keep, keep talking. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, you sound normal. Yes, that's <laughs> Yeah. What, what had you done? Your your your, fa- your face has changed yeah. now, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, the setting have you got, have you got a like... potato filter on <laughs> <laughs> in my mouth. It's like a big potato in my mouth. Potato, Mr. Potato. Yeah. No, it's, I think it was might be using the computer microphone rather than my microphone. Something. Ah, right. Even though it said you same as before, which is I don't know. But, you, well, you'll I'm enjoy watching of... yourself back. Or, uh... Uh, <laughs> it is quite amusing. So, so yes, quite James, amusing. we're all good, and I'm starting back at work on Monday. Bro. And, and um, we've got beers coming. The Boscawell uh, is coming from Samaras in the desert, and uh, and got orders in with Wyland, Northern Monk, Abbeydale are going to drop us some beer off as well. So all all, all is good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether or not, um, I guess probably a, a, a combination of everyone that, that might know the answer to this, which is um, how breweries are kind of doing in terms of continuing to make beer, because obviously, you know, there's there's restrictions in place. I'm getting from a, fin- I guess, from a financial point of view, that there's kind of a, a few sort of questions there as well. So, I mean, Sean, are you finding that it's more difficult to get hold of beers from breweries? Are they kind of slowing down operations or is it um, full it is, steam ahead? It is more difficult. Yeah, so quite a lot of suppliers have closed. Um, a number of breweries are still open, but basically just shifting remaining cans and bottles of beers that were already brewed prior to the more intense to the nature of the, the virus outbreak. Um, we even had beers ordered this week and then three hours later they've been cancelled. And so there's there's been a, a lot a lot of ups and downs and lots of different breweries now all operating slightly differently. Whereas normally it's more organized and more consistent and more easy to predict. Um, now it's up and down and all over the place. But breweries are still supplying and What's happening now as well, of course, is that we're, we're now able to buy even more beer direct from brewers uh, who, are, who are keen to distribute new couriers. So that's changed the, the nature of things in, in a matter of two weeks. A lot of breweries still owe a lot of money as well. So the nature of ordering and paying for things has also changed. But we're, we're fitting into it nicely and I've got lots of good beers coming next week. Not that much stock left in the shop. Um, but lots of new stuff coming next week. And these thrifty 50 boxes seem to have caught people's imagination. We're trying to deliver a couple of weeks worth of beer to most people, 50 quid, I suppose, uh, um, but to deliver two weeks worth of beer so we can get around and see more people rather than doing individual journeys for four cans and eight cans and 10 cans. And... Um, ruining the environment even more. So we're trying to deliver a little bit more to people every couple of weeks 
rather than running all over the place. So uh, that'll kick in next week. What are you saying about um, people, you've you been able to get beers more direct now. Do you think it's had an impact on people like James Clay and stuff? I don't know whether that's... Whether yeah, their it, business it, models. It, 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 in the short term, yes. Um, and a number of suppliers, they're still operating actually, James Clay, but a number of suppliers, uh, uh, suppliers have uh, pretty much closed down their operations. They're not ordering new beer, they're furloughed staff. And so... Uh, there has been a massive sea change in the way things have operated just in the two weeks that we've been closed. Um, Laura may, uh, shed some light on that, of course, when we were talking last Sunday. And I think you said, Laura, that you, you normally brew 10, 11 times a week and then you've shifted it down to one. But then the one brew a week, I'm guessing, is moonshine. And all of a sudden... No. Oh, right. I was thinking the moonshine. Yeah. uh, yes yes no we will need to brew some more at some point but we've been brewing um stuff that we were going to brew anyway Mm. but that's going to go into cans so we've done like a new serenity um we've done a um changed a special that we were going to do to make it more can friendly um and we just kind of upped the packaging and brought the brought the Mm. brews down in accordance so that we can package into can anything we're making at the minute really um but yes I'm there may be a moonshine brew in the pipeline i've <laughs> <laughs> lot of breweries now fighting for for canning space and canning availability or or is that dropped off and, and that's relatively easy to organize now i don't know really we've because we've kind of got an arrangement with the mobile canners that we use that they come every week anyway so we've carried uh-huh. on um so we've not seen a difference there and we're looking at they're still operational um, at the moment as well but whether they've had increased demand or you know I suppose for every new brewery that wants to can something they may well have a brewery that's decided to shut so I, I don't know but uh, for, from our perspective it's kind of business as normal that's the one thing that is kind of happening as uh, as it usually would for us so um, yeah. Laura, uh, Laura just before we leave the, um, the topic of moonshine um, <laughs> April Fool's Discuss. <laughs> it was after no. midday. <laughs> it was not after midday, Sean. I, I, I'm sure the post was after it was, midday. It was 10 to 12 when I posted it. Oh. I'm saying no more. I refuse to confirm or deny the existence of Moonshining Cat. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do this, Sean. 10 to 12, you've, you've already confirmed and denied our... Uh, the, the room uh, ten to twelve gives us gives us the clue. I am maybe maybe it's a double room. bluff. Maybe we're all supposed to think it was an April Fool's, and then when it actually arrives and moonshining cans becomes an actual thing, and we're all like, "Oh wow, it wasn't a joke after all that." Who knows? Who knows? Um, Who knows? So, 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 yeah, for, for Simon's benefit, you, I think you, you, you pretended that moonshine had gone into cans and moonshine's kind of Sheffield's kind of staple cask um, session. I, I, saw, I saw the tweet. I just totally <laughs> believed it because I, I've maybe been outside. Why would you, you know? Area. It was a good why picture. Yeah, why, why would you think any otherwise, really? I just thought, yeah, there's loads of other good cask ales, like, I don't know, tracks and omas in cans. So it was yeah. totally believable. So I'm 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 a bit like oh it's not happening then so I think you, I'm, conf- I'm confused. You might upset your traditionalist though. I think um, it's kind of got a hardcore cask following, isn't it? I don't know whether they'd be 
pleased or upset to see it in can <laughs> well <laughs> time may or may not tell adam <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Simon, so what's it? Obviously, we, we're, I think we're all quite fortunate in terms of the fact that, you know, being in a city means that the flow of beer has, how we get it has changed a bit, but it's certainly still there. So what's it been like for you in terms of actually getting hold of beer? Um, as it stands at the moment, um, it's um, not that available. I mean, certainly in Warwickshire, uh, it's very traditional sort of area. So most of the traditional breweries, you know, most of their output is cask anyway. So um, I think a lot of them have just kind of seem to have gone a bit silent. I mean, they're not the most uh, loud on social media anyway. Um, but the certainly the breweries, even the more kind of newer, small ones in Brum, like uh, like these guys, Attic, I think they're kind of gone into hibernation, as has Glasshouse, who we really rate. And um, uh, down in Coventry, we've got Twisted Barrel, who um, they're still operational. They're out delivering stuff, but I don't think they're brewing at the moment. I think like a lot of places, they are getting rid of the stock that they had because they run their own tap rooms. So they've got quite a lot of uh, other stuff. And they're, they're just at a point now of putting a, a website up like two days a week, taking orders and then going out and delivering them. Um, but I don't think they're currently brewing. So it just seems to be yeah, very much a case of hibernation. And so as this goes on, maybe the next few weeks, it will be a case of independent beer, certainly in the Midlands, will actually start to become rarer and rarer. And I don't want to go buying beer at supermarkets, but if it's the only place you can find it, then... You know, I have to cross that bridge when we come to it. But yeah, it seems like just gradually, one by one, they're they're going to sleep. So <laughs> it's not it's not good at all. But um, and obviously, you know, I want to support independent, um, and that's what I'm I'm kind of trying to do. But it's good to see a lot of the. This is on a more national level. There's a lot of breweries like uh, North and Cloudwater and people like that are doing NHS discounts and and stuff like that and they seem to be sort of carrying on, albeit a, a slightly reduced production rate. Um, but yeah, interesting times for sure. Yeah. I mean, here we've, we've um, obviously we've talked about um, what Sean's doing with, with Beer Central. And um, I think if we went through kind of the list of, of what all different places are actually doing in Sheffield, it, it would be quite exhausted because it, it does feel like there's quite a few places doing it. We know Hop Hideout a kind of back operating doing deliveries uh archer road beer stop uh, beer stop have, have taken stock from some local pubs to kind of you know shift their their beer on rather than it going to waste so it does kind of feel in in sheffield as we kind of as a city sort of get to grips with the situation that that we're in that i suppose we're quite fortunate in in terms of the fact that getting hold of beer is is seemingly it, it's not being hugely disrupted it's just how we get it and, and it not being as instant as it as it always has been um but you know ultimately it's still there i think in sheffield as well it's a city that's always been really proud of its independent businesses generally um so like today on our walk today uh we went to portbrook deli and forge bakehouse to collect things that we'd pre-ordered um, so they're obviously like little independent non-beer related shops, but they had, you know, very polite, socially distanced queues outside and um, as much as the supermarkets did. So I thought that was quite nice to see, really, that people are still, you know, really keen to support the 
the smaller business end of things um, more widely. Um, I mean, at, at Abbeydale, we've certainly seen it, like the the kind of um, the response that we've had has been largely really, really positive. You know, we've had to change what we do um, and adapt a hell of a lot but people do seem genuinely appreciative that we are still trying to keep going and get beer out there and all of that kind of thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, made me kind of realize again, uh, as it all often does living in Sheffield, how important community is in this city. And, uh, yeah, that's been really nice to see, I think. How was everyone's uh, beers? Profound, wasn't it? Mine's the- lovely. It tastes like fruit juice. The North is, um, I honestly don't think I've ever had a bad beer from North Brewery. Um, um, no. and it's excellent. It's good. It's got, yeah, tons of, um, of like, it's just, it's just really juicy. It's just got all that, that all the, all the fruits coming through. Yeah. These, uh, you wanted my opinion on the, um, on this smart beer. It's ridiculously drinkable. <laughs> I mean, it's 4.8, so it's not like, it's not a danger beer, but yeah, it's, it's bang on. It's really, really good. I've got another one, so I really like the label on that one as well. The little it's a little house. Yeah. Did it when you when you bought it, did it come with a little note that told you about that you've got to wipe the label down beforehand or something? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I've I've seen on maybe the, um, maybe, on Twitter. Maybe the shop did that. Some some of them, yeah, probably so. Um <laughs> that yeah, they've they've started Dan and Martha have started sending notes out with the the beer uh, that says that the beer itself is definitely safe but yeah. you might want to it's something like you might want to just wipe the label down or something beforehand yeah um or uh dunk, dunk it in some washing um in a bowl of um washing up i think was was the actual yeah. description which is pretty good i've been a bit um, cautious of that like i bought a few kind of supermarket like i went and bought some some punk ipa after the few things they've done in the last few weeks have been quite actually weirdly done some good press by you know um you've all seen but um yeah things that are already in boxes kind of make me feel like that someone's not been fumbling through them in a fridge in a supermarket or on a shelf it's like they slightly feel a little bit more safer i don't know why but uh, unfortunately i, I have jipos in there <laughs> i have been well, uh, just double... washing all my shopping when i get it home which I know it might seem excessive, but yeah, everything gets a good thorough disinfectant wipe down before it goes near the uh, the fridge. And I've got a, a friend actually who um, does a radio show on a station called Peak FM in Chesterfield, who who actually did a link on the radio talking about this very thing about a woman who gets all her shopping out in the bath and washes it all. And the example that he chose to use when he talks about this, and he swears blind that he doesn't know that this is is what it is. Uh, a colloquialism for but he says can you imagine her getting her lettuce out and washing it in the bath is uh, is the example that, that he gave and he claims that he didn't realize that it was uh that it was a euphemism <laughs> a euphemism yeah there you go adam that, uh, that punk ipa you got it's it's not hand sanitizer is it yeah they haven't got the bottling line mixed up have they i'll simply be the strongest punk that you you've ever had <laughs> So I've not had it for a while, and I, it was tasting all right actually. Um, uh, yeah. Adam, I mean, uh, have you have you seen the video of the beer that has uh, or pretends to have uh, helium in it, and so they go all sweet. yeah. Well, <laughs> the Bosco Bell has a reverse helium. <laughs> it does sound like me. Is that what I've been drinking? Basically, to all these, all these. My beer, white mode. 
<laughs> by the way, just to thank my, my, my brother-in-law, Neil Hine. He's truly outstanding, brilliant condition, lovely blueberry in that, um, uh, as good a homebrew as I've had for uh, um, probably my favourite homebrew of 2020, actually. We get a lot dropped off. That's praise indeed, that. Praise indeed. Um, right, I mean, I guess that's going to pretty much um, wrap us up for uh, for this week. Uh, we kind of made a bit of a weekly thing of, of this. Next weekend is Easter. Not that that particularly means anything at the moment, because it'll just be um, a, a four-day weekend at home as opposed to a two-day weekend at, at home. But, um, uh, yeah, we'll, um, I no doubt we'll get um, back together next weekend. We can all get a cream egg for next week, surely. I'd one today. Oh, Adam, that's it. It's stuck in your throat. <laughs> Make buying cream eggs. <laughs> shall we? Um, shall we set a theme for next week of? Um, well, I mean, like Easter related, so something to do with chocolate. We've all got to get a beer that's got some, some kind of connection to chocolate. Oh, yeah. I nearly picked one today, actually, and then thought, no, I'm going to save that because it's Eastery. So it's like I read your mind. There we go. It's easy for you. you. Laura can just go and browse her cellar and Sean can nip into <laughs> nip into the shop. We've, we've got like a slightly harder task on ahead of you've us. Got, you've got a challenge there. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I've it, got it a some time. Sorry? I have seen it, mate, and I might be might be taking you up on that, mate. So. No, I mean, I've got, I mean, I've got one already, so it would be easy to nip into yours. Actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Cool. Thank you, Simon. Thank you for your uh, for your time. Um, oh, great to uh, chat to you. Good luck yeah, getting hold of um, some some nice beer down there. Um, hopefully, this thing passes very quickly. And the, uh, the so I, I watched the episode of The Simpsons last night. You know where they find the ancient law uh, of prohibition and and stop all alcohol coming into Springfield. Uh, and I'm like. That it does feel a little bit like um, that's kind of where we're at at the moment, doesn't it? You've got to like find sneaky ways of getting your uh, getting your beer. Um, so hopefully the the supplies of beer will be plentiful again before too much longer. Um, have a great week, everyone. Yep. Thanks again, Simon. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs>